It's episode two coming at you. I'm Kate. And I'm Tammy. Welcome back to Knit Together. Thanks for joining us today for our second episode. We have to say that we are just so completely overwhelmed with the response that we're getting from our listeners. Isn't God amazing? Yes. I think we were hoping to have maybe a dozen or so listeners for our first episode, with you know half of those being our knitting friends. <laughs> and episode one was downloaded, what was it, 75 times? 75 right? times. Unbelievable. Yes. Oh, You're you know, so excited. What has happened, I mean, it reminds me of one of my favorite scriptures, and that's Ephesians 3.20 and 21. And this is from the NIV. It says, Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us, to him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. Amen. So that's just, I, I'm still just, just bum-fuzzled. <laughs> you know? and, and, you know, we hope that you come back and that you enjoy episode two as, and the future episodes as much as episode one. Yep. And we were really excited to see all of the comments and all of those forum posts on Ravelry and the emails that we got. Um, you yeah, know. and I know I've had people friend me on Ravelry, and I, I've found some new blogs to subscribe to and, oh, and yeah. read. So, yeah, it's been really great to just um, hear you know people say that they're really excited about the fact that we are actually Christians who are podcasting, as well as knitting freaks. You know. <laughs> Freaks might not be the, well, maybe it is the right word. <laughs> A combination of Jesus freaks and knitting freaks. There you go. So, um, well, we thought we would uh, start off our episode here by giving a little more information about ourselves. So, Tammy, let's, you have a real-life job, right? I, I do have a real-life job, and, and so, you know, if people are wondering, you know, how we have time to, to do this and to knit, um, the answer is I don't know, but... Um, yeah, I actually work for a Christian organization, and um, my history and my experience is in banking and investments and um, the legal field, and I serve as a compliance officer um, handling a lot of corporate governance and um, securities-related issues um, in, in my job, and, and I'm just, you know, blessed to, to be there, and I think God really opened the doors for me, yeah. and, um, you know, put together everything that I've I've done up to this point has has made me to be a unique fit for the position I have. And and I started out when I went to school I was going to be a high school math teacher and, you know, that that didn't happen <laughs> but you know, I took all these detours to get where I'm going and, and it's kind of a joke that you know, as, as a math net, I should know that the shortest distance between two points is a straight, <laughs> a straight line. line yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really do that, so... I don't think um, any of us ever do. No, no, but, but that's okay, as long as, you know, we're following God in, in the direction yeah. that He has for us. So, what what about you? I know you're, you're kind of in, in the same um, situation as far as having a calling and, and being able to work, you know, towards that. Yeah, I definitely did not take a straight line. Um, you know, I went to school for marine biology and somehow ended up being a computer programmer and uh, basically a web developer. And um, I kind of had a little bit of a niche in content management and usability. And I had this uh, call in my life to Africa and um, 
I started to become a better photographer and I just have this calling to go to Africa and be a photographer and I didn't know really what to do and um, but I just you know felt this huge pressing urge but it was really hard to leave a career as you know a web developer working for really large corporations having a nice cushy job being in technology which is what I love to do and you know go be a missionary and not make any money <laughs> so <laughs> you know um, but God opened the door for me to um, go do some work with missionaries to Africa and you know it's very humbling I'm not the um, I'm not the the biggest person on the totem pole but the fact that um, I do have all of these unique skill sets uh, I am a great fit for that place because I kind of do a little bit of everything and um, fit in a place where they just needed 10 people to work there, but by hiring me, they just got one person who could do a lot of different things. So it's been really great, yeah. That is great, and it just cracks me up when I hear, you know, you talk, you know, I've heard you say that before about the marine biology, Mm -hmm. and it's like... You, it's, you are so many different people, <laughs> I know. and you know it's just. I mean, you were you look at multifaceted in the dictionary, and Kate's picture is there. I'm <laughs> telling you, um, it's it's just you know cracks me up that I'm you know just blessed to death to to have you as a friend. So. Yeah, and I'm always saying something kind of off the cuff too, like you know, oh, back whenever we had a pet lion, and then everybody's like, whoa, whoa. Stop the train. <laughs> you what? <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll save that story for another podcast. Yes, we that, will. That, that'll be a teaser to get them to come back. <laughs> exactly. So there you go. I owned a lion. If you want to hear more, you'll have to listen. There you go. So um, are you from around here, Tammy? Are you from the, our area originally? I born and raised in Springfield, Missouri. Oh. I have lived nowhere else, and it's a big joke, Um with with my friends and and family and well not really with my family because they're in the same boat <laughs> as I am but with the exception of about a, a three month period I have always lived in the same zip code. Nice. In fact, my entire family lives in the same subdivision and we have for many 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 years. Yeah, that's got to have um, its perks though. So it it does it does it's it's very convenient and and you know we're fairly close and but you know we don't have it's not like everybody loves Raymond where you know my my mother's popping in all the time yeah I guess anything. that's good yeah but and and you're from um, Texas originally or yep I was uh, yeah. born and raised in Houston Texas South Houston and uh, when I moved to Missouri I was. Um, my fresh, it was my freshman year of high school, and I just thought everyone here was a hick, and it was really funny <laughs> because everyone thought I was a hick because, you know, I had the southern twang, and uh, people made fun of me for saying can't and y'all and, you know, weird things like that, so um, I tried to heal heal myself of the accent, and uh I got rid of it, so you know, I, I think I was probably twenty or twenty-five years old before I realized that um, you really did not wash your clothes <laughs> or squash a bug. Um, There's no R in those words, people. There's no R in those words, but there, but there is in Southwest Missouri. Yeah, and uh, I I always say that my favorite words that my mom still says are orange and fanger. You know, she smashed her fanger in the door. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, those are great. So I'm glad I don't say that. I do have a few words that uh, my husband loves to make fun of me, like if I, window sill, window seal is how I usually say it, window seal instead of window sill, and he likes to, he'll pick up on that one right away and start making fun of me about it, but, you know, so I try. I pause sometimes when I 
say some words. So sometimes they sneak out. You know, yeah. when I'm really tired, I'll I'll slip into you know the the little hick um, lingo that <laughs> we tend to have around here, but but I really try not to. As far as other things that we do, I mean, we work, we go to church. What what all do you um, do to serve in your church? Well. I guess uh, part of my technology background allows me to serve in the church um, in a couple different ways. You know, uh, we are working on the, our church's website, and um, and it's not just like a rinky-dink brochure website. We're actually building like an online ministry, and that takes up a lot of time. And That's really cool, though. It's a great yeah. way to reach people. Yeah, you know, we'll have podcasts on our site, but also, um, you know, things where like the youth can... Um, text message pictures to the website and, you know, just little things like that to keep people involved in the church and, and the website itself, so, and reaching people through that. And, um, you know, I take pictures. I'm a aspiring photographer, I should say, <laughs> and um, sometimes we uh, shoot weddings on the weekends or um, senior pictures or babies or um, pregnant women. Those are my favorite pictures to do. <laughs> so I don't know why. I just love to take pictures of, you know, everybody loves babies, but you know, it's that moment before the baby's there that I think is just so precious. It's such a limited amount of time. So. Oh, that's cool. funny. And what so, about you? Well, I, my, my main ministry, I would say at this point is um, with our choir. We have a fabulous worship director at our church. and You just uh, said worship director. <laughs> yeah. Instead of worship director. <laughs> you okay. Said, sorry. Worship? Worship? <laughs> you said it with your Warsh accent. Oh, I did. Yep. I didn't even notice. See? Okay, I must be tired. Okay, fine. Um, anyway, <laughs> he is fabulous. He is a brilliant um, pianist, and, um, you know, he just, he, he reminds me a little bit of Mark Lowry. Um, he really does kind of have those expressions and everything, but we, we have a blast, and and um, we've taken, I, I've not been able to go, but the choir has gone on some um, wonderful um, choir tours um, to Europe, and, and we're hoping to be able to go with them on a trip to Italy next year. Oh, that'd be um, so great. That would be awesome. Um, I've spent several years um, working in the singles ministry, and um, I, I always kind of joke that I was the... Um, biggest failure of the single ministry, um, although, you know, because I was there for, you know, a very long time before um, Robert and I met, and, mm. and um, I'm very blessed to have my husband, and we've been married for five years now, so, um, but, and then when um, our former teachers moved away, and they've since come back, but we took over um, the class, and, and my husband taught, and I did all of the administrative behind-the-scenes um, stuff like that, and so... Um, that's pretty much what what I do now. It's like we're starting a new class for kind of the 30s and 40s age group, and mm -hmm. and um, we're not we're not teaching, but our former teachers came back, so we're kind of um, helping get that started and and having this a lot like of fun with that. And of course, we both have the uh, knitting ministry. Not only this podcast, but um, our church, which you know, uh, meeting on Thursday nights at Parkcrest is not. Um, you know, not technically the knitting ministry. We're not like, you know, pushing Jesus down people's throats while we're there. I mean, we're just there hanging out, but, um, you know, we're in a nice, safe place. And, um, you know, we can feel free to talk to our friends about 
uh, God or ask for prayer requests when we're there and, you know. Absolutely. Nice and low key, but, you know, people might not think of something like a podcast or a knitting group as a ministry, but, you know, we're just thinking outside the box here and trying to reach people in whatever way we can and just, you know, embrace our fellow Christians. Well, I think it definitely is a ministry, and I, I think we're fortunate to, to be able to be a part of that. And and that kind of leads us, um, you know, kind of on the offhanded way of our um, poll results on the website. Yeah. Um, we actually asked the question on the website, just out of curiosity, um, you know, if you knit in church or not. And we were kind of surprised um, by the results. I mean, I don't know if you were, but... Um, well, and I think we may have phrased it, you know, where it's like on Sundays or Sunday mornings or like during services, because right. obviously we do knit in church on Thursday night. Right, obviously. So. <laughs> but uh, we had we had 33% of the voters who said that um, they would knit in the sanctuary, but not during a sermon. And I take that to mean, you know, on a Sunday morning, maybe before church starts, that they would, um, you know, knit during, knit in the sanctuary while they're waiting for a church right. to begin. And then we had 37 of the uh, percent of the voters who said that they do not knit in church at all and they don't believe it's appropriate. I take that to mean that they would if they go to church they probably don't even take their knitting and, you know, wouldn't actually um like it if somebody else sitting next to them picked up their knitting and started. Right. So Anyway, that was just kind of um, our little way of adding something to the website that you could participate in, and um, we'll be adding future polls uh, just to get things that we think are interesting out there. And we'll probably be having some contests down the road, and um, we'll request that our listeners actually register on the website. You've, yep. you've got that set up um, where that's easy to do. Yep, and I posted in our Ravelry group, um, Knit Together, that um, registration is not necessarily required, but if you register, then your comments don't have to be moderated. So if you want your comment to show up on the site, and you can also do some other stuff like add an avatar um, so that, that your picture will show up in your um, in your comments, and you know you can make that your Ravelry avatar if you want or whatever, and it'll also allow you to keep track of your poll polls and, um, you know, a few other cool things like that. So you're not required to register, but I think that we're going to do our contests on registered users. So Sounds good. Sounds good. And you've done a great job in getting all of that set up, and that's beyond my technical expertise <laughs> for sure. And again, I get to use my skills in that in skill set and, uh, you know, maybe not for my, my technical you know, in real life job, my IRL job, but, you know. <laughs> and, and I use my um, organizational and, and administrative skills and come behind you and, and correct the typos. Yes, you do. And what would I do without you? <laughs> I think that's uh, why we're just another reason why we're a great team and why our it is, are. and it just and it just works too because I don't know if the listeners picked up on it. We talked about you know how we got our name knit together from Colossians two two last time, but another reason we picked knit together with the KT is because it's our initials. Kate and, you know, and Tammy, it just worked. Yeah, it just worked out great. It worked great. So uh, Tammy, tell us some things that are coming up in Springfield for those people who are local. And, Absolutely. Uh, yep. There, there are so many events coming up. I was, I was completely surprised. Um, yeah. Some of the things that I, once I started kind of keeping my eyes open, um, the Harlem Gospel Choir is going to be at um, Hammond Hall for the Performing Arts on Monday, um, February fourth at seven thirty um, in the evening. And I think the tickets range from about thirteen to twenty-three dollars. And we'll put the links um, 
on the show notes on the website in, in case anyone's interested in that. Um, There's also the 2008 Assemblies of God National Music and Worship Conference, which right. has concerts with Lincoln Brewster. Yay, Lincoln Brewster! Yeah, I don't know who he is. I've never heard of him. Uh, I, you know, I think that it's a <laughs> little poppy uh, person, and uh, you would really recognize the songs if you heard him, but um, really great um, worship with a little, you know, punk more than contemporary, I guess, I think, anyway. And, and when um, is he going to be there? That's uh, February 6th. And okay. then on February 8th, there will be Sarah Groves. which most I've heard people, of her. Yeah, most people know Sarah Groves. So, <laughs> And that's at the uh, Central Assembly of God, which is um, right downtown, right near downtown, I guess I should say. Yeah, probably, I'd say a little bit closer to north side. It's north of downtown. Yep. But um, they're on Boonville. Yep, Boonville. Um, yeah. Um, also coming up in early February, and we'll, and we'll probably record episode three before this, but I want to make mention of this a couple of times because this is a big deal. The Victory Day Garage Sale. This is actually sponsored my, by my church, which is Ridgecrest Baptist. And um, Remington's used to be a nightclub, and we actually bought it, and um, it's, it's a great story of how we came to acquire that property that's right down the road. And as our pastor says, we are redeeming Remington's um, for the community. So oh, we're yeah. having a, what's called the Victory Day Garage Sale. It's going to be on um, February 9th from 8 to 3. And that is a huge building. I don't know if you've ever been in there, but there are going to be booths yeah. set up and just items galore. And there's going to be like a bake sale in there as well. Yeah. And then all proceeds are going to go to Isabel's House, which is a new ministry that's been started, I believe, by the Junior League mm-hmm. of Springfield. And it's supposed to be um, kind of a safe place for um, people to take their children. Um, like, I, I guess it's, it's, it's a, like a abuse prevention type place you know sometimes parents get stressed out and you know uh, before they take so like it out on the kids parenting they can coaching. Take, well or they can take and leave the kids and step away and and try and resolve you know some of the stressors and and um so a hundred percent of the proceeds of this garage sale um go to isabel's house so very very good cause um and then on February 4th, coming up, um, a friend of mine who works at um, SMS, although, well, I guess the name technically is MSU now, but <laughs> it will always be SMSU to me, Southwest Missouri State University. Um, there's going to be a lecture um, o- available free to the public um, on the Dead Sea Scrolls. Mm-hmm. Um, and That's I guess cool. I'm not sure who the author is, but the book was The Dead Sea Scrolls Today, and um, that's from 7.30 to 9. Um, yep, and we'll have to put that in the show notes to the author as well, so that'll be awesome. Yes, yeah, I need to look that up. Yep, and what's cooler than that is that Carol, the owner, uh, co-owner of Simply Fibers, will be open every Sunday in February from 1 to 5, and I think that's <coughs> going to be great. You can swing by there after church and get some knitting in. And I think they're going to be like bonus um, knit-ins because she said she's going to have a beach theme for every Sunday, and there's going to be cool. snacks and... And I, I think she's just really wanting it to be spring and summer and have winter be over. <laughs> yeah, you know, part of me does, but since I've become a knitter, you know, I just, I love, you know, wearing wool, so, <laughs> you know. But, you know, maybe we can have some bonus knit together time there. We can all meet up after church sometime and, um, you know, just have our have our time together. So That sounds great. Yep. 
So another thing that we don't want to miss, and I have not been able to get to the theater yet to see this, but the new VeggieTales movie, Yay! The Pirates Who Don't Do Anything. The Pirates Who Don't I, Do Anything. I have no kids, but oh. I love VeggieTales. you got to love VeggieTales. Kids are not. Love them. You know, it's so great. It's so funny. You know, just great. So, uh, and actually, you know, let us take a short break and let you listen to the Pirates Who Don't Do Anything theme song. do anything and I never always maintain I never swamp Well, we're back, and we thought we would actually talk about some knitting now and what we're working on. So, yay! yay. <laughs> so, right now we're doing the Knit Together group kind of did a uh, knit along for the Clapotee. Which some people might know as the Clapotis. The Clapotis, or the Clapotis. Or <laughs> somehow they just don't know what it's called, but it is called the Clapotee, which is actually like a drop stitch shawl. Mm-hmm. And we'll put some links. To that in the show notes as well. I love this pattern. I'm so in love with this pattern. You know, it's I heard a lot of people brilliant. say that they got bored with it, but I'm not bored with mine yet. You know, I'm not. I'm not bored at all. I picked I, it up and didn't want to put it down. Yeah, I'm normally not a monogamous knitter. I've got to be on like three or four different projects. Uh, you know, I wonder if the bet had anything to do with that. <laughs> no, the bet. The bet. Yes, we're Christians and we gamble. Um, no, not really. No, it's I am completely innocent in this. It was know? a friendly, it, competitive, uh, you know, <laughs> swirl. It, it was. It wasn't even a competition. We were we were at knit together, and you know, poor Sarah. We're we're just gonna have to pick on her. Um, oh, yeah. But she she made the what was it the the blue sky alpaca silk shrug mm-hmm. last year. Beautiful, you know, really cute pattern. Beautiful yarn. And she finishes the sweater and decides that she doesn't like it. She's not going to wear it because it doesn't keep her warm where a sweater ought to keep you warm. And she made it out of alpaca. So it's really warm in places you don't want to be warm. Right. And so she ripped it out and repurposed the yarn for her clap of tea. That means she frogged an entire sweater. (laughs) She frogged an entire sweater. She washed the yarn. She, like, rewound it. And, you know, started over as if that yarn had never been knit. I mean, I, 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 I just couldn't do it. Yeah. I mean, I understand the yarn's pretty, and she didn't like the sweater, but it just seems so wrong. I know. I'd but, probably but, do but, it. But the yarn that she used was um, more of a solid, yep. whereas you and I are both using variegated yarns yep. on, on making ours. So she was getting a little bored, and she's like... I don't know, I'm never going to get finished with this. And I'm just, you know, like, you have to finish. It's the January knit-along. <laughs> it has to be done by January 31st. I mean, and I was just pointing that out. It yep. was, you know, there was no challenge or, you know, anything confrontational. It was just like, <laughs> you have to finish. What are you talking about? And she looks at me, and she she's like, okay, if you finish yours, by the end of the month, not only will I knit together or, or seam yeah. together 
all of your lizard ridge squares, which another wonderful pattern from knitting, you know, uses Noro. I've been knitting on it for a year, making mm-hmm. these squares. She was, not only will I seam your blanket together, but I will pick up all the stitches around the outside and knit the border. Yeah, that was the <laughs> clincher right there, is knitting the I'm, border, man. <laughs> I, and I'm just like, hot dog, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> knitting because day and night now. <laughs> I've been working, seriously, I've been working on this Afghan for a year on these squares. Mm-hmm. And, and they really don't take that long. I mean, I could seriously probably do a square in two, two and a half hours tops, yeah. you know? But... It calls for, I think, 24, and I decided I wanted my blanket to be wider, so all along I was going to make 30. Mm-hmm. And part of the reason it took so long is you can't just go out and buy 30 balls of Noro, you know? Yeah, that would break the bank, wouldn't it? A lot of money. Yeah. So here and there, as it was on sale, or I had a little extra, you know, I'm buying vacation another stuff yarn. at the yarn store, vacation yarn, I throw a ball of Noro into the bag. So, yep. you know, I, I get enough, and, and I finished the squares this week Yay. and so it's like I have to finish my clap well then I think we had an email exchange you know where she's trying to distract <laughs> me you know she's trying to get people in on it like and, and trying to tell me oh you should be working on something else or oh you made a mistake there you should rip it back <laughs> you should frog <laughs> you know? the whole thing <laughs> I mean you should frog the whole thing I'm like I don't think so but I mean when she when she said that I think I was maybe two or three repeats into the straight section. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was past the increase. And it, and it only called for 13. And so I knew time-wise of what it had t- how long it took me to get to that point that I wasn't going to have any problem. But then we had this email exchange, and I think she was like, I think you should do more than 13 repeats. I think <laughs> you're going, you should do 15. And <laughs> like 20, like, I think I started I that, actually. I think you should do 20. <laughs> okay, well, someone said 20. <laughs> anyway, I ended up doing 20. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there is nothing that can be said that I didn't give her every opportunity yep. <laughs> so, to not have to do this. I did the 20 repeats on the straight, and now I am into the decreasing section. And um, if we weren't recording tonight, I would have finished it tonight, but I'll finish it tomorrow. And, and I will bring the finished cup of tea on Thursday, and I will let you photograph me, you know, eating a croissant and drinking a Starbucks, so I can post it on the blog, and, and I'll put that on my personal blog, and I'll put it on the show blog, too. Nice, so. that's great. Well, yeah. as you know... How's yours coming? Yeah. <laughs> My poor, sad little uh, clepo tee. Well, I'm actually making a scarf size, and I'm using sock yarn, which is the Claudia hand paints. And I know that everybody told me that they didn't think two balls would be enough, but I was like, but look, on Ravelry, this girl did it. She did half size, and she used two balls. And she said it's like six feet long, so... I was like, I can do it too. Well, I can do it. Yeah, I ran out of yarn. <laughs> so that was sad. Yeah. So, but luckily that night uh, after knit together, I came home, and you know, more than willing to frog the whole thing and and give another go with like less uh, stitches to make it not so wide. But um, you know, I I looked and I found somebody who is who was selling three balls of the or Hanks, I guess, of the Claudia hand paint in the same color and in the same dye lot. 
Like, that okay. never happens. <laughs> God was really looking out for you. He oh, wants yeah. you to have that cup of tea, you yeah. know, that way, because... Oh, yeah. yeah. And now, you know, I'm like, dude, that. if I would have had that much yarn, I could have made it wider, but, you know... <laughs> <laughs> and now it's going to be really long and really yep. skinny, and, you know, maybe you'll have matching socks to... Exactly. To go with <laughs> exactly. I think that's what I'll do, is make it extra long and um, maybe some matching socks, too. So, that's great. Mm-hmm. Well, in spite of the, the, the bet, as we call it, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and the little friendly competition between um, me and Sarah, I don't think you were ever really in it. <laughs> no. Nope. Um, we would be remiss if we did not bring up the fact that, you know, our knit-together, you know, um, cohort in, in absentia, Brianne, mm-hmm. she's finished. She has finished. Now, now, she works at night, so she can't come on Thursday nights um, and meet with us anymore, but we love Brianne so much, and... She she kind of just joined along with our knit along, and then all of a sudden she's done, and she's being a little snarky on her <laughs> blog, like, "Hey Tammy, guess what I wore to work today?" <laughs> I asked her last night if she, uh, you know, we had that little, little bit of ice going on. I said, "Hey, did you wear your cup of tea?" And she's like, "Yes, I did, and hand knit <laughs> socks." So there you go. She's yes. all done. Speaking of hand knit socks, mm-hmm. February knit along coming up. We're going to do the Child's First Socks from Knitting Vintage Socks um, by Nancy Bush. Oh, yeah. That'll be so, so fun. Um, I'm already, I, I've got some test yarn set aside for that. Um, when, when I saw that pattern and, and I um, knew I had that yarn in the stash, I always kind of thought that's going to be the yarn I use for those. So what yarn is it? What are you thinking about using? It's 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 Tess. Um, I'm trying to th- I'm looking quickly on my stash on Ravelry. Isn't the Internet great? Okay. <laughs> um yeah, it's like talk and stall. Um. <laughs> I'll, I'll stall. Um, I haven't picked out what yarn I want to use for it yet, but um, I'm definitely joining that. And I was actually thinking about making child size, uh, child's first socks, just because Haley really, really, that's my daughter, she really loves uh, hand-knit socks. Like, I found, I went and made her bed yesterday, and the first pair I ever made her were in her bed. She was sleeping with them. She's sleeping with the socks I knit her. So, Aww. yeah, so she really loves hand-knit so stuff. Sweet. And I think she'd uh, really like that. Yeah, I'm going to use its Tess um, Designer Yarn Super Socks. Um, and it, it doesn't actually have a name for the colorway, but mm-hmm. it's, um, since it's me, can you kind of guess that they're going to be sort of orange? Yeah. Um, yeah. Orange, orange has become like my new favorite color. Orange is a great color, though. Goes yeah. with anything. I never, I never thought that I liked orange. It's great for hunting, you know. for you know, avoiding traffic orange. accidents. Little. I don't orange like cones. the bright oranges. I like the <laughs> the, the rest. fall, yeah. like the burnt orange, the paprika. You know. Ooh, paprika alpaca. Paprika. <laughs> yes. That was my Irish hiking scarf that yeah. I made in blue sky alpaca. And the color name was paprika, and I just kind of got crazy saying, "Oh, look, it's alpaca and paprika." You know, <laughs> say that three times fast. <laughs> That's so. great, though. So, um, yeah, I'm actually right now um, knitting myself a pair of socks with what we call the Ugly Duckling yarn. Um, that like, yarn is so ugly. I'm it's sorry. not ugly. It's beautiful. It's pink. It's not going to be <sighs> like a beautiful swan. It's going to be beautiful monkey socks, actually. I'm, I'm, I'm sure the socks will be lovely, it's, but yeah, it's not yarn I would have picked out. Yeah, it's it's um, totally me colors, and Sarah gave it to me um, as my birthday slash Christmas present, and um, 
totally in love with it, and I'm taking my my sweet time about knitting them because I just love every stitch of it. I really do. Isn't that crazy? That that is absolutely insane. Now, how are you liking the monkey pattern? You've not made it before. Yeah, I've never knit the monkey pattern. You know, I kind of jumped in all the wildfire knits at one time. I'm knitting the clapotis and the monkeys. Um, and I'm hoping to start the hemlock ring blanket pretty soon too. But um, the monkey pattern is wonderful, and I'm knitting them toe up, two at a time, on my brand new Knit Picks uh, 47 inch circular needle. Yeah. I haven't ordered mine yet because someone placed an order and didn't <laughs> ask me if I wanted to join along to get free shipping. But we won't mention any names. It was Kate. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will tell you guys that um, they are heavenly. Like when I first pulled it out and like stretched my arms out, and it was you know really this really long needle. I thought, man, this thing's going to be annoying. It's going to get in the way. And I thought, you know, I should have bought just 40 inch needles. But no, it's really great. It's um, when you're knitting Magic Loop, um, it it works great. The extra long cable is wonderful. It bends properly. You can slide the socks um, separate from each other so you don't accidentally continue knitting with the other sock yarn, uh, which some of us have done a few times. <laughs> and, <laughs> and um, you know, but you always realize it once you get to the end of the row, so it's all right. But um, yeah. but I do love it. I, I, I'm really loving this pattern. I can't even tell you how much. It's great. Love I it. really resisted that pattern because I d- I'm afraid of monkeys, mm-hmm. and yeah, I don't like monkeys and clowns, and that's kind of a thing that people make fun of me for, but <laughs> it kind of goes back to the Wizard of Oz, and I don't know where the clown thing came from, but I don't like them. Um, <laughs> but in spite of the name, I did I did knit those um, for my friend Ginger for Christmas, mm-hmm. and um, I, I did them the same way. They were, I think, were they my first pair of Magic Loop? Um, toe up two at a time and you know first time I did short row heels I mean I was learning everything Everything. possible on on those and I really did like the pattern Um, I wasn't crazy about the yarn that I I chose but after it it, you know really got knitting up because I think I was using a self striping it would have been better as a variegated but um, Ginger really liked them so I'm I'm glad about that but I I did have the the issue with the um, because I had a 32 inch circular needle, mm-hmm. and and I I'm eager to place an order and get my 40 inch um, circs from Knitpicks so I can because um, I want to make another pair for me. Yeah, I have a I have a lot of dream and color smushing, and I'm sure that you know yes. there's there's got to be one color that's going to work well for monkeys. Yep, I think you're right. I think so, that should be one of your projects for yeah. your. So we so we may have two um, sock knit alongs for February. Yeah, although you know at the rate I'm going, I could have mine done by the end of the month, but I I'm really savoring it. I'm knitting really slow on it, so, and I have a couple other things going on. What else are you knitting right now besides um you know the clapotis? And you finished the Lizard Ridge. Well, I finished Lizard Ridge, and, and it's it's packed up and ready to deliver to Sarah. Um, <laughs> can't can't wait to see what that's going to turn out like. Um, gosh, I, I I started some mittens. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been freezing cold here, and I'm I'm I was like the queen of fetchings last year, and I mean I probably made eight pair either for myself or to give away, and of course fetchings don't have um, fingers, so um, my hands have been really cold, and I wanted <laughs> I wanted some mittens, and we've all talked, and it's like we're we're kind of getting into the 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 
color work on the mittens, yeah. and we're finding some really cool patterns and stuff. And, and I've been collecting some yarn for mittens, but I wanted a fast pair that's just going to keep me warm. So I'm doing the very cably mittens, and I'm using um, the Marisol uh, Miski, I think, mm-hmm. um, that Michelle got me for Christmas. Um, oh, yeah. It's, it's 100% baby llama, and it is so soft. That would be great. Um, so I've got this started, but um, I kind of put them aside while I was focusing on the, on the cup of tea. Um, I still need to finish the Kohlhaas hat. Um, love that pattern, but um, I, I started it. I got past the ribbing and then um, got distracted. Um, <laughs> and then I've, I've still got a, um, a pair of Christmas socks. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> to do. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of missed the deadline for that, but she understands, yeah. so that's fine. But I'm doing the pink ribbon socks um, for my friend Angie, and, and she lost her mother um, a couple of years ago to cancer, and, and so um, she is really the only person I will knit pink for um, because <laughs> I do not like pink. But, um, I've, I've got some pink worn as laces, and I'm going to make those socks for her, but they shouldn't take that long because they're, um, they're more of like a, a, a short cuff sock, you know, um, they, they don't come up very high on the leg. Yeah. So, and then my other goal is just, I want to, because I've got so much sock yarn, um, I want to knit a pair of socks a month and, and start using that up. And also because um, Sarah and I are going to the Loopy Use Spring Fling in April. Cool. And I'm so excited about that. Um, Wendy Johnson of Wendy Knits and Cookie A, who um, designed the monkey socks, are both going to be um, at the Spring Fling, and we'll get to take classes with them. See, I think and you need to get a pair of monkeys done for yourself so that you can wear them because, you know, you're going to be seeing Cookie A. Come on. <laughs> that's that's exactly right. Yep. So I want to I have the monkeys for me, um, and then I want to do um, – I've got um, one of Wendy's pattern, which I, I think the name of it is the Garden Path Socks. Mm, and they're those so, are so pretty. pretty. And um, I've got the Dreaming Color Smushy in Spring Tickle. And I actually, I bought that yarn, and I was looking for a pattern to make them out of, and I came across the Garden Path Socks. I went, oh, that's perfect. And I pull it up. And she made it with the Dreaming Colors Machine Spring Tickle. I'm like, it's a sign. You yeah, know? So, you got to do it. Um, I'll, I'll have socks there just like Wendy's, but um, that's okay. So that's that's kind of my um, ongoing is to kind of focus on the socks. But yeah. also, I have yet to successfully make a sweater for myself. Uh, you've got to do that. Make yourself a sweater. I have to do that. You'll be surprised well, at how quick it goes. I've got one on the needles that's been on the needles for about a year. <laughs> yeah. And but I think it's just because I got distracted. I was working on other things and so I need to pull it out and decide if I want to frog it and, and find a different pattern um for that yarn or if I want to find something, you know, um if I want to continue on with it. So what else are you working on? Well, um right now I'm making the drive through sweater um, for Haley's birthday, which is in a couple of weeks, but I'm up to the sleeves already, so I mean it's super quick knit, and I'm actually using acrylic yarn. Um, <laughs> I'm making it out of Vanna's Choice because it's soft, it's inexpensive, and um, she's not likely to complain about wearing it at all because it's not going to be scratchy wool and I can wash it and you know she's going to outgrow it probably in the next you know six months maybe before the next winter is done but at the same time she'll have a nice cute sweater that she can keep forever and ever. That's why it's so hard to knit for for children and babies I think because they're going to outgrow it and 
not get a lot of wear out of it. Yeah, there was some other sweaters with some color work on them that I really wanted to make, but right now she's growing so fast that it's just a lot harder to do that. So, so I'm knitting that, and um, like I said, I have the monkeys on the needles, and geez, what else am I knitting? I know I have a lot of things going on, the clapotee. Um, you are more of a monogamous knitter than I yeah. am. You, you kind of stick to yeah, one I mean, or two projects. The clapotee would be done by now if I hadn't run out of yarn. I mean, it would be done because I just love it that much for one thing. And um, it would be done by now if we didn't have Martin Luther King Day and my yarn didn't make it in before the post office <laughs> shut down. So it's there oh, now. I'll probably get it tomorrow. Bad. Yeah, uh, so that'll be done quickly. And then, what else am I working on? I can't remember. I probably should look at my Ravelry projects here real quick <laughs> and see, because I realized, oh, I know what it is that I'm really excited about and can't believe I forgot, is the um, oblique, I guess. Is that how it is? The, the oblique? Oblique, yes. The oblique? I uh, swatched for it, got gauge, um, and I'm actually making that out of another cheap yarn because I'm making it for my mother for her birthday, and all my all my life growing up in high school, she had a really bad habit of, you know, throwing in my red sweaters with my white socks and, you know, washing all or washing them with jeans, white T-shirts with jeans. And so I was hesitant to make her a whole sweater and, you know, give it to her and her just throw it in the washing machine and felt <laughs> the whole thing. So this is kind of my test sweater, you know, if this works out and she just loves it and it falls apart quickly, then I'll knit her another one, um, in more appropriate yarn, I guess. <laughs> so, and then that aside, I think I'm going to do the hemlock ring blanket. I've had the yarn for that for a while and, um, I really want to get that on and then definitely going to do my mittens, you know, I'm going to knit a lot of mittens. <laughs> Probably when yeah, you guys I are doing socks, I'll do mittens. Well, you know, I think I'll be the same way. I think I'm going to be knitting mittens, like, in June and July. Yeah, those are great because they're so small, and it won't be like you've got a big wool sweater on your lap or anything like that. So right. that'll be great. Now, yeah. The Hemlock Ring Blanket, that's kind of a wildfire knit, isn't it? But I, Yeah. It, it's not spoken to me yet. Maybe after I see it in person, I'm, I might get caught up in it. But right now, I, I'm resisting its charms. Yeah, there's some things like that, that, you know, whenever I see them online, I'm like, eh, but then when you see them in person, I think the wisp was like that for you, right? Didn't you cast on for a wisp? I, I did, and it's snoozed right now because um, I, I got distracted. Well, what happened was I realized Christmas was coming. Yeah. And, you know, why is it that we get into the... <laughs> the the rush at you know like in October oh we must knit all of these things for Christmas and yep. why why aren't we thinking about it now people why oh, aren't no. we thinking Start I now. need to knit you know this for you know and I'm going you know maybe knit a Christmas present a, a month you know yep, and try true. and get things done so yeah. um, I I tend to you know I've got a pretty big list of things but. You know, I, I'm not going to hold myself to it, you know, where it's like, ooh, if I don't finish this in February, I'm, you know, yeah. lightning's going to strike. But at least I have my goals written down of, of what I want to try and accomplish. The other thing, too, is I want to, you know, I'm not really much of a stash burner. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I do want to use up some of the stuff because I know we're going to be um, having quite a bit of stash enhancement what with yeah. the spring fling and then... If everything works out, um, come October, Kate and I will be at Rhinebeck. Yay, Rhinebeck. <laughs> I was talking with um, Robert about it today. We were trying to work out um, our, our scheduling. And 
you know, some of the other things we want to see when we're in the area and everything. So. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And I'm actually um, going to be going to Stitches uh, Midwest in August. So, you are, and I am yeah. so jealous because I really wanted to go, but the timing is just wrong because we're going to be in Alaska the following week, and I just I can't go to Chicago one week and Alaska the next. Yeah, and, you know, I'm really looking forward to it, not only because of, you know, well, it's in Chicago area, but I'm also going to meet up with my friend Lisa that I met on Ravelry, and... Um, I guess I could say she has my god chihuahua there, Coco. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's the one that um that w- she got Coco after uh we were going to buy we were going to get her as our second chihuahua and um that didn't work out and she fell in love with her and so we got her and drove her to meet Lisa and she took her home and everything but uh, so we're going to have our little mini chihuahua meet up there too, I think. We haven't decided Aww. if we're going to take our girls or not, so we'll see. <laughs> Oh, we have to take them. Yeah, I'm not sure if I can get them trained to sit quietly in a bag on an airplane yet, but, um, oh, you know, yeah. I'm, it's going to, but I've got uh, several months to start working on that, you know. Yeah. But, you know. Well, there'll, there'll also be some other events coming up yeah. that, that we'll keep everyone posted on. I know Marshfield has the Fiber Festival or Fiber Fair that um, some of us went to last year. In and May. and then and, um, I'm going to the uh, 2008 Fiber Retreat in uh Jeff City, Jeff I guess. City. Yeah. yeah. And hopefully I'll come back a spinner. Yay! <laughs> because <laughs> hey, well, we need something else to do. <laughs> I know. and We don't have enough to do. And I've also resisted the charms of spinning, although I did buy um, a new drop spindle at Simply Fibers at the Knitting um, last Friday. You did? But you didn't tell me that. Well, yeah, I didn't tell you what else I got either. Oh. Um, I, I did not buy yarn. Can we have some applause Yay, here, please? You, didn't, I you did resisted not, the yarn. I urge. did not buy yarn at the knit-in, and it's not for lack of trying or lack of shopping, but I had some gift certificates from Christmas, yeah. and I was saving them um, for the January knit-in because I knew she would be having a sale, mm-hmm. and also I was um, hoping to get my birthday coupon, which I did. So um, the sale was 25% off all yarns, but the coupon was 25% off anything in the store. Oh, good. Which, you know, off of your total purchase. And so I got um, a drop spindle, a nice nice wooden one. It's it's not Is Ashford. Is it the Ashford oh. No, it's it's the other brand that I can't remember, um, and I don't have it um, in front of me. And I bought an Amy Butler bag. <gasps> you did. I did. Wow. Now I'm impressed. I can't well, wait to see it. I was, I was very. I'll bring it Thursday night. But um, yeah, it's it's beautiful, and I haven't even updated um, my blog with those purchases yet because I've been focusing on the coffee tea. But that's yeah, you know, we'll keep everyone posted on some of the things that are coming up, and yeah. and you know, hopefully we'll be able to meet up with um, some more ravelers. And and I met a new raveler at the um, um, knit in Friday night, Shannon. And hey, Shannon. <laughs> can't remember her ravelry ID, but um, I saw her out there and I friended her, and she friended me right back, and so yeah. that was that was good. She was very sweet. Well, uh, you know, last episode we talked about some of the websites that maybe a, a new knitter could get started with. And, right. Um, and then some of our listeners replied back, you know, just asking us about some of our favorite resources. So maybe we could talk about some of those websites. Well, I know Ravelry doesn't need to be said, but yep. we bring it up. We'll, and we'll talk more about it, but, but not now. I really like the Daily Knitter. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons that, I, and I, I honestly don't go to it daily, but it is, it is my go-to site when I am traveling and I want to find a, a local yarn shop. 
Really? I haven't even used it for that. They've got just pick your state, and they bring up everything by state. The, the one thing it doesn't have is website links for um, all the shops that are out there. Mm-hmm. And, um, of course, with something that that big, it is um, hard to keep updated. So, I mean, you do have to you know verify that they are still open when you get there. Yeah, um, I was going to ask you how often it's updated because I've run into that a few times. I've, I've only had a problem, like, with one store being closed. I mean, Good. and... And it's it's really been good. And then Knitmap is like the kind of the new local yarn shop directory that's coming out. So and and that actually gives you the opportunity to um, add your own reviews and stuff. Oh, nice. Um, so to shops that you visited. So it it kind of has that little interaction too. You actually have to register for that site. But mm-hmm. um, if if you haven't, go register, enter your lo- local yarn shop information, leave a review, you know on on how you like it and then that helps out um, the rest of us like I know when I went to Boston last summer and and there were several that were in the area but I couldn't go to all of them and so it you know by finding some reviews online it really helped yeah you can narrow it down to the ones that you feel like might be more you like you know a trendy one or a cozy one or you know if they focus on uh, dyeing versus mainline yarns or whatever for me um, knittinghelp.com was great as a you know, as a new knitter, when I first started out, um, not knowing anyone near me, that site was great. And I found that, like, when most people have questions for me um, about a, a stitch or um, something, and, you know, you can't really explain it by typing it all out. So, you, you know, I just go to Knitting Help, and I find the video, and I'm like, oh, go here, and here's the video, and it will show you exactly what you need to do. I just love that she can show you an English and a continental version. That's really great and very helpful to everyone. So... That's a great website to have under your belt. And then I visited that one a lot. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then um of course nitty dot com, you know, the probably world's largest website of free patterns, one would say. And and, and the source of wildfire knits. Wildfire knits do come from nitty, that you is know, true. Which, which I, I suppose we have to give credit to um, Nicole and Jenny of Fashion Burn for um defining wildfire knits. Yeah, because I guess they kinda coined that phrase yeah. of wildfire knits. So, I think that, you know, alongside that, they do have some great techniques. I've, re- I've visited there several times to, you know, look at information on short rows or, um, you know, information about shoulder shaping and set-in sleeves and, you know, just tons of different tutorials and stuff on, on that. And then at the bottom of those tutorials, they usually have additional links to go help. So Nitty has tons of stuff in there. They've also got a section on what's new, mm-hmm. and um, it's a good source for, you know, finding out the latest and greatest in, um, you know, bags, needles, yep. you know, any kind of accessory or, or yarn, so that's that's a good resource. So when, when you get the email that um, the new nitty is up, you know, make sure that you don't just look at the patterns, look at everything else on the site. Yeah, and you know, the patterns usually crash the first day because there are so many people <laughs> looking at them. So swing on over and look at the articles and look at the, uh, the what's new section, and um, that'll give you something to do while you're waiting for the pictures to load. <laughs> well, and the other thing that crashes is Ravelry because every, it's like all of a sudden everyone's queuing, queuing. the same thing, and it's like, it's not there. Well, we've, we've told you our favorites, so leave us a comment and let us know yours and maybe there's some that we haven't mentioned and you'll get us hooked on some of the things that you like. We'd be happy to hear what your thoughts are.
Well, one of the regular segments that we want to have, um, we're, we're kind of affectionately calling it Knitting from the Word. thought I'd share a little bit with you. Um, when I first started knitting, I became more aware of all the references to knitting in the Bible. And in our last episode, we talked a little bit about um, how Colossians 2.2 inspired our name, Knit Together. But there's another amazing scripture that uses that phrase, which is um, Psalms 139, 13, and 14. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. And have you ever thought about what the gift of knowing how to knit gives us in understanding that scripture more? Mm. Because we are knitters. That word means so much more to us. Can't you just picture God, the creator of the universe, knitting? <laughs> you know, I mean, it's something we have in common. Um, what do we do when we start our project? We find a fiber that we love, we find a pattern that we love, and we work on it until, in our eyes, it's exactly as we, we imagined, or at least we hope so. Mm-hmm. We may modify the pattern, you know, to suit us a little better, but when it's finished, it has a special place in our hearts because we made it. And isn't that how God is? He created us just as he imagined, and he loves us. So don't we sometimes look at the intricate patterns like Isle or Intarsia or complicated techniques like Mobius or Magic Loop, and we sometimes get afraid that we might not be able to do them? That gives us you know, this greater insight into the part of the verse that says, I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. His works are wonderful, and we do know that full well. So let's not forget to praise him for them. Oh, yeah. That is just a wonderful thought, Tammy. I just couldn't have said it better myself. I realized that whenever I started knitting that, you know, we said that the shortest distance is a straight line, but we all took this knitted path to get to where we are. And along the way, the craft of knitting has brought us together and brought our relationships closer together. Exactly. And he knew the, he knew the paths that we would take. And so, I mean, he, knew, I mean, he had that pattern lined out for our lives. So yeah. a great thought to be able to, to kind of share that. And, and, you know, I kind of feel bad for the people who don't knit who might kind of miss a little bit of the glorious thoughts that's in that scripture. And um, we're interested in hearing uh, any of your prayer requests or comments or praise reports that you might have. So Absolutely. feel free to, um, you know, you can send us a, a private message on our contact form or you can post a comment in the show notes or find us on Ravelry as always. And uh, we'll be happy to pray for you or, you know, we love to hear just what you think about everything. So. Absolutely. Thanks again for listening. We love to get your comments. And don't forget, if you're in the Springfield, Missouri area, we'd love to have you join us on Thursday nights for Knit Together um, and possibly some Sundays in February. Yay. So we'll, we'll let you know. Check the website, www.knittogether.org, for all the details. And uh, we hope to see you soon. I just want to take a moment to go ahead and close our podcast in prayer again, which I'll try to do every time that we podcast. Father, we are just so thankful that we could come to you today in this wonderful way with this technology that you have blessed us with to reach so many people. We thank you for the 75 people who listened to the podcast last time, and we hope that you will double it. And Father, we just know that everything that you touch is blessed beyond all understanding. And Father, we know that some of the people who are listening have needs. Father, we have a friend, Kimberly, who um, her husband was deployed in the military, and she's just dealing with um, being the single parent at home right now and not having her spiritual leader in her home. So Father, we just pray that you lift her up and give her a sense of peace as she goes about her business. And when she sits down to knit, just let her pray for her husband while he is um, in the military serving our 
our country. And we would just like to pray for all of the troops who are out there. Um, my brother-in-law will be deployed to um, Afghanistan on Thursday this week. So, Father, just bless all of those troops who are out there who have left family behind, who are in uh, strange places and dangerous situations. Just be with them, Father, and give them peace. And hopefully you can reach other knitters to provide knitted goods to those troops, Father, uh, socks for soldiers and um, other types of ministries like that. Father, just reach those troops and let them feel the blessing that knitting can give them. And Father, the upcoming election and the leaders of our country need our prayers too, and we just want to extend our prayers to them. And Father, we pray for the president of the country, and we just hope that um, you can be with him. We just know that... um, the elections that come up, the politics just give all kinds of stress to people and each person has their own political view, but let us set that aside to know that um, you know what is coming, Father. You know where we're going to be and you know who needs to be president of our country, so we'll just put our faith in you, Father. And we would like to pray for our husbands um, who let us take this time out of our days to podcast and also to knit together with our friends or knit on the couch with them whichever way it may be father just bless our husbands and our families and we ask all of these things in your name amen amen we'll see you next time see you next time